Welcome back, everyone. We're back, and uh, yeah, welcome to another episode of that VHS podcast. We've got mischief, mirth, mayhem, and fun on today's show. And uh, this week's guest is none other than the prince of public speaking, the presenter's presenter, Mr. Andrea Puccini. How are you doing, sir? <laughs> very good, Nick. I'm super excited. Thank you very much for inviting me today. My my pleasure. Um, I, I don't yeah I don't think you can beat an intro like that to be honest. Um, so uh, we've got several segments in today's show, uh, and the first segment we've got up is called "Buy My Stuff." So this is where our guests get to introduce themselves, get to talk about themselves, and uh, have a link to any resources or any valuable information that um, our audience might find interesting. So go for it. Yeah, it's, it's very simple, uh, Nick. As you, as you said, I'm a presentation coach and I'm the founder of Ideas on Stage in the UK. I'm in London, but we are also in Paris, Milan, Barcelona and LA in the US. And just to give our listeners an idea, in the last 11 years, we've been working with thousands of clients from small business owners and professionals to clients like Microsoft, Lacoste, the World Bank, We've been coaching more than 500 TEDx speakers so far, and we specialize in working with established business owners and professionals who want to grow their business, increase their influence, make an impact through representing. That's it. And the link that people can see here, we have a book that we've published recently, Business Presentation Revolution. The link is below and people can get free access to the PDF copy. That's it. Awesome. Beautiful stuff. I can see we've got a few people piling in. We've got the lovely Mr. Doyle, who was last week's guest. Adam is here. Awesome. Hi, Adam. Uh, we've got Vanessa here as well. Brilliant. <laughs> Vanessa said no. Buy my stuff. <laughs> oh, Eric's put, it's, it's so cool to be watching the second best live stream on LinkedIn. I'm going to give Eric a little bit of love here because um, Eric also hosts a live stream, uh, which is on, on a Thursday morning at 7.45 UK time called the big live breakfast burrito and it is a stonking live so if you've got time in the morning on a thursday go check it out and head over to eric's profile and uh, go live so this is uh one of the uh more zany parts of the show where uh we get you guys to um select uh three random words um so those of you that were on last week's uh, will recognize this this part of the show so what happens here is uh you guys in the comments section out there in comment land get to select a single word it can be the most random word imaginable um and i want to see i want to see you piling into the comment section just adding words uh it could be absolutely anything uh, the more random the better uh stop popping them down in the comment section go go nuts basically um and the best three will get picked at random and our guest has to create a post from it at the end of the show you guys out there in comment land as well can get involved in this um you guys can go and post your own three word wonder after the show uh just make sure you use the uh that vhs uh, podcast hashtag when you create your post so for example we could have the words coffee uh cash flow and custard for example and we'd, we'd create a post based off of the back of that. Um, so we'll announce those three words uh, towards the uh, the back end of the uh, the show. So start populating the comments with the most random words you could think of. <laughs> uh, there we go. Uh, I think, um, yeah, Danny's in here as well. Lee's here. Awesome. Good stuff. We've got a few, few people piling in now. Uh, okay, so we're on to uh, Riddle Me This. Um, this is the part where I prime you lovely lot 
out there in comments field to get your questions ready for two of our sections, which are coming up later. Uh, one of those sections is 8-Bit Banter, uh, and that's the segment where I get uh, my uh, guest, uh, Andrea, here to play a video game. But what we have to do is, while Andrea is playing that video game, we have to try and put him off a little bit by asking him really stupid questions. So the more stupid the question you've got, the better pop that down in the uh, in the comments section as well um and then the second segment uh, is called the question loop um which is where um my guest last week eric uh, has, has primed a question ready for andrea this week uh, but we can also ask andrea um questions around uh, that, that are relevant to what he do he does as a business so we've got some we've got some coming in already lolly gag sard vanessa's vanessa suggested sardines eloquence <laughs> eric's but dongle margarine elbow these are fantastic guys keep them coming keep them coming <laughs> okay now uh on with the show um and then this uh segment here is what we call the post with the most so this is a uh, andrea's uh recommended post of the week uh post that he re really liked by um a guy called evgeny I i'm not sure if i'm pronouncing his surname correctly but i know i'm pronouncing his uh, first name correctly so evgeny shad Chinev, maybe so uh, deepest apologies if I got that wrong. Um, so yeah, Andrea, talk us through this post and uh, tell us why uh, you like this post so much. Yeah, so Yevgeny was the founder and CEO of an amazing company, Makers, Makers Academy, and it was and it still is a boot camp for professionals who want to learn how to code. And I've always been fascinated by what he does and how he does it because he has a very human-centric approach to running businesses and his philosophy my understanding was influenced by a book that i read many years ago reinventing organizations which is a fascinating book i'll just give you an idea and makers again that's my understanding employees could set their own salaries just to give an idea of the level of transparency and and radical elements that he introduced in that business now he's no longer part of makers but he works as a coach for founders and he keeps following the same human centric approach so in that post he he's basically offering free coaching sessions to founders and he's particularly interested in working with founders who have a purpose that goes beyond just making money, impact-driven, purpose-driven entrepreneurs, particularly those with underrepresented backgrounds. So we share similar values, and, and that's why I very much liked that post this week. Beautiful. Good stuff. Right. We're on to our next segment now, which is uh, Pop Quiz Hotshot. Hayley, could you... Uh... Roll VT, please. Pop quiz, hot shot. Okay. Oh, we're there. We go. <laughs> so uh, we've got um, ten questions uh, in a minute. Uh, these are all movie related. Uh, you guys in the comment section as well can get involved in this if you want. So get your fingers ready. And off we go. Uh, okay, so in Risky Business, uh, what song did Tom Cruise famously lip sync to in his underwear? 
I think I will have no like no answers here, Nick. I really don't. I really don't know. We'll, 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 we'll see. The guys in the comments could probably help you out here. I don't know. Sorry. You don't know. Okay, old time rock and roll by Bob Seger. Uh, so, for which 1964 musical blockbuster did Julie Andrews win the Academy Award for Best Actress? Oh my god! Oh my god, Nick! I, I help need help. help. I need help, help guys. from my, from my help, audience today. Help. Help him out in the comment section. Come on, guys. I know I know you're out there. I know you can help him. 1964 musical blockbuster. Did you I think I'll do zero? I think. Yeah, yeah. I think I'll do zero out of ten. Have a guess. Have a guess. <laughs> Tell me again. What's the question? Uh, for which 1964 musical blockbuster did Judy Andrews win the Academy Award for Best Actress? Sound of Music. No, incorrect. It was Mary Poppins. <laughs> Which 1994 uh, crime film uh, revitalized John Travolta's career? Oh my God. Guys, you need to help me. Tell me something in the comments, please. I really don't know. <laughs> I know, I know Eric knows this one. So, which 1994 crime film revitalized John Travolta's career? Eric, please help me. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to have to push you for an answer. The answer was... The oh, Heels Are Alive. <laughs> no, Eric's no, Eric strong. It wasn't The Heels Are Alive. It was Mary Poppins. Uh, who is the only actor to receive an Oscar nomination for acting in Lord of, in a Lord of the Rings movie? He's a sir. He's a Brit British actor. He's a sir. Sir Ian... Ian... I, I don't... <laughs> Oh, uh, Nick, I'm sorry. With movies, it's not my thing. Sorry. <laughs> Sir, Sir, Sir Ian McKellen. Um, who voiced the sultry Jessica Rabbit in Who Framed Roger Rabbit? I, I think it's better if you ask these questions to the to the audience today, Nick, because this, <laughs> like, like, ask Brilliant. the questions directly to the audience because I don't know what to say. Can anyone anyone help Andrea out in the uh, in the comment section? Say who voiced the sultry Jessica Rabbit in Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Anyone, anyone out there in comment land? It See, was I'm not the only one who doesn't know. <laughs> it was Kathleen Turner. Kathleen Turner. Well, nobody's perfect is the final line and punchline from what classic 1959 comedy starring Marilyn Monroe. I'm just looking for the comments here, just in case anybody can help me. But... Yeah, you can go and work, work the Google. Yeah, uh, no, I'm not the doing answer, that. No. Yeah, <laughs> the answer is some like it hot. Um, who wrote the famous scary theme music from Halloween? He also directed the film as well, directed Halloween. Do you know who that is? I don't. Very famous 80s uh, horror movie director. It was John Carpenter. Mm. <laughs> okay. We, we, we may end up having the lowest score ever here. De Denny, <laughs> look. Look, Danny in the comments, Danny is saying that these are tough. <laughs> I'm surprised that, that uh, Danny's saying they're tough because he's, uh, he's quite a movie buff as well. So um, what is the name of Quint's shark hunting boat in Jaws? The answer is, anyone out there in comment land? The Orca. In the action thriller, you should be able to get this one. This one's pretty obvious if you really think about it. Okay, so so if, if you don't get any any other right, I'm not putting any pressure on you, you might get this one right. Okay. In, in, in the action thriller Speed, why which is I, Annie... Which I haven't seen. 
Okay, no, that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Okay. So the movie title is called Speed. Why is Annie Sandra Bullock's driver's license suspended? Because she goes too fast while driving. Yes, she was yeah. speeding. Yes. <laughs> we got one. We got one. Uh, who wrote the screenplay for Rocky and also starred in it? Oh, tell me. I don't know. Like, tell me something. Can I guess it? Like, can you give me any <laughs> suggestions? Yeah. Do, 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 do you know who played Rocky? No? Uh, Iconic. Uh, Sylvester Stallone. Boom. There we go. Yep. Two, two out of ten. I thought I would have done zero, so I'm very happy with myself. That's uh, I think I think by the end of the season you could be accepting the wooden spoon for the the, the pop quiz round. So, mm. Mm. okay, we're going to move on to uh, the next segment of the show now, guys, which is uh, Back to the Future. Haley, could you roll VT, please? Roads. Where we're going, we don't need roads. <laughs> those uh those videos still make me giggle um so this is the part of the show where we talk about exciting future trends in business um and andrea's question this week is um how does he feel about the future of live events uh do we think there's going to be a shift to um still going back to the way things were or do we think it's going to be there's going to be a lot more online events how do you how do you feel about this andrea Yeah, I. It's a question I get. I I ask myself a lot at the moment because, like, for example, if I think about what what we do with the clients pre-COVID, ninety nine percent of what we were doing, uh, myself as a presentation public speaking coach, was face to face. For obvious reasons, in the last couple of years, it's always been um, online. And so I'm, I, don't, I don't have an answer, but I'm wondering what will happen in the future. Will speakers or companies, conference organizers go back 100% to face-to-face -face events? Will they, go, will they remain 100% in an online format? Or maybe what might happen, I think, they will, they will go for a hybrid approach and, and they will create interesting dynamics, both for speakers what the people I work with, but in general for, for companies, conference organizers, because if you need to make sure that an event works both for a live audience, face-to-face -face and online, that creates its own challenges. So I think the speakers, the companies, the conference organizers who will be able to, who will approach events from a hybrid perspective, and those who will master the hybrid element will be the ones who most likely will succeed in the future. I think with the uh, the advent of uh, 5G and, and these things as well, um, it's going to make it a lot more interesting in terms of sort of not being tethered. You know, I can imagine people sort of doing live streams up the side of mountains and things like that. It's going to be a, it's going to be exciting. It's definitely exciting. Um, OK, we're on to probably my favorite part of the entire show. Uh, this is 8-bit banter. So, Hayley, could you? Okay, if you can bring up the screen for us, please, Haley. Da 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 da. Okay, so what's going to happen here is uh, um, Andrea, our guest, is going to play uh, Duck Hunt uh, in, in order to uh, to throw him off the scent, if you will. Um, Eric, so 
Eric, who was my previous guest last week, his high score to beat was 8,400, which is basically Eric set the bar. I don't know if anyone's going to be able to beat this this entire season because Eric's a bit of a gaming god, but we shall see. Um, so Andrea's going to be playing uh, Duck Hunt, and while he's playing it, um, we're going to be asking him some really random questions. Um, so, Haley, if you can get some of those questions up on screen for me, if you can find those back in the uh, the comments section for me. <laughs> Um, and then we're going to fire up the game. Uh, Andrea's going to start playing. And while he's playing, I'm going to ask him these questions. So it's going to be a bit like, remember the old, you know, um, rubbing your rubbing your tummy and patting your head. It's going to be one of those kind of things. He's going to be playing the video game while he's answering these questions. So are you ready, Andrea? <laughs> do, I need, do I need to go to the browser with the, where the game yeah, yeah. is? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So if you go to the browser where the game is and then just click. I'm ready, yeah. Yep, okay. So off you go. Right. So, so if you were an animal, uh, what would you be and why? Lion. Why? Because it's Ooh. the first thing that came to my mind. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, how many skittles does it take <laughs> to make a rainbow? Uh, uh, seven. Good answer. That was a very logical, a very logical response. <laughs> I was just thinking about the colors. I don't know. Keep going, keep going. You're doing, you're doing pretty well. Um, so, uh, did you have a, a particularly favourite video game as a as a child growing up? A favourite video game? Yeah. It was like if, uh, um, what was it called? The football. It was a football thing. I'm a football fan. I don't remember the name though. Was it was it FIFA or? Yeah, FIFA exactly. Yeah, yeah, one of the FIFA games. Okay. But it told me you lose. Like, did I did I lose? Yeah, yeah. That's 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 it. That's that's the end of the game. So um Haley, could you uh could you bring up the score please for uh for Andrea? <laughs> so you can tell us what the score is. Uh a thousand, a thousand points. You oh, are, a thousand compared yeah, to eight thousand four hundred. That's that's not bad. It's not bad. We'll we'll see how you uh fare on the leaderboard throughout the season. Uh, but you never know. Um, you never know. You may end up being in second place. So, how did it, how, how did Eric get to eight thousand? Because he's an absolute monster at this game. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have no idea. Um, I, I think I would struggle to to reach that uh, score on on that game, um, even without asking questions as well or answering questions. Um, okay, we're going to move on to uh, our next segment, uh, which is uh, gratitude corner. So, Haley, if you could. Gratitude, 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 corner. <laughs> so this is the part of the show um, where we get to express gratitude because uh, it's, it's quite a big component of, uh, of um, me and my life. And I like to involve my guests in it and I like to involve my audience in it as well. So if you guys out there in, uh, in comment land are grateful for something today, can be one thing, can be multiple things, uh, pop it down in the, uh, the comments and let us know. Um, I personally am extremely grateful for my PA Haley, who's working her magic behind the scenes uh, and keeping the, uh, the the show humming along. She's a bit like um, you know, when you peek behind the curtain in the Wizard of Oz, she's operating all the levers at the moment. So, um, and also, uh, I'm going to give a shout out to the uh, charity I work for, uh, which is called the Band of Brothers. Um, and I meet with those guys every week. Uh, and it's a community of older men uh, helping disenfranchise young men who have gone through the prison system. And it's, uh, it's something that's quite close to my heart. So, um, Andrea, uh, you can pick uh, one or three things that you're grateful for today. 
so this is the serious part of the show then i can become emotional here and right one one thing i can pick which is i'm grateful for for the way i'm able to approach life and what i mean by that is that uh, nick i see so many people struggling because in life because they think that if something happens or if something happens the way they want it to happen, then they will be happy. Whereas I think that happiness is an inside thing and it doesn't really matter who you are, what you do, what you don't do, where you are. What matters is what you think about it. And this approach to life, and of course that has implications in business as well as a professional, makes a huge difference for me. And there is this makes me think of a super powerful book that talks about these things, which changed my life. I read it many years ago. And that book is Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. And it's, it's the most important book I've read in my life and uh, highly recommend it. Cool. We'll, uh, we'll we'll see if we can stick that in the uh, in the show notes. Is there any any particular um, sort of you, if you could go, kind of give us a brief synopsis of the book? Yeah. So Viktor Frankl is a psychologist, and he spent I think it was five years in Auschwitz, the the concentration camp by the Nazis. Yep. And it's the, the book is split into two parts. The first part he talks about that experience. And then in the second part, it talks about the psychological and life lessons that came out of the experience. Very powerful, very powerful lessons. It sounds yeah, it sounds like an interesting book. Um, I'm I'm those kind of books. I'm all over that. So uh, yes, I should definitely be checking that out on uh, on audiobook. Um, okay, so we're going to move on to our next uh, segment, which is the oh, Danny's Danny's got. Uh, Danny's, but I'm grateful you have Boba Fett on show, Nick. So if I go back to the uh, the wide angle here, you see this this little chap here, um, Danny in the comments section, the lovely Danny Townley, uh, Bannerman Dan, who does banners for everyone on LinkedIn. Um, he sent me this for my birthday, which is very very kind of him. Um, so it's going to be a, a permanent resident on the uh, on the show, a permanent fixture on the show from now on. <laughs> um okay so yeah we're gonna move on to uh, uh the uh, question loop now um so i got you guys to ask uh, some questions um at the start of the show and pop them into the uh the comments uh, and we're gonna ask our guests some of those so Haley, if you could find some of those for me and pop them up on screen if that's possible uh if not i will fill in the gaps at the moment so um what uh, attracted you particularly to uh, LinkedIn? Why did you get started on, on LinkedIn? Why why this platform over any other social media platform? I find it more free from lots of irrelevant stuff that I see on, on other platforms like Facebook, for example. I'm no longer on Facebook. I have an account. And it, that doesn't mean that everything is relevant on LinkedIn, but if you use it effectively, if you curate it effectively, then I find it much more relevant and without a lot of distracting things that I find on other platforms. Yes, it's, um, I think it enables you to, um, I, I mean, not many people that are new to the, the platform understand this, but it gives you um, an enormous amount of power in terms of kind of curating your feed and, and seeing what you want to see 
um, which is um, in some ways it can be good. In other ways, it, it can sometimes create an echo chamber. And, and I find in, in terms of kind of a growth mindset, sometimes it, it helps to be kind of pushed out of your comfort zone a little bit um, and be challenged on some stuff. Sometimes when you end up creating a feed too much, you kind of create this kind of echo chamber where it's, you know, people are just agreeing with you and you're agreeing with them the whole time, which is not um, always conducive to a growth mindset. But. And, and no, I agree with that, Nick. And that that's that's a big issue with, with the internet in general, information, social media. When, when I was talking about irrelevant stuff, it, it was for me, like if I think about Facebook or even Instagram, it's it, when you scroll down, it's one ad after another and whereas LinkedIn I still find it I don't know how to describe it but a bit more closed and and it's a it's just a better experience for me yeah yes it's it's a I think compared to other social media platforms it's um it's got a, a lot more of a kind of wholesome feel to it and I think mainly because it's driven and I've said this before to to um, lots of my guests is it's because it's mainly driven by revenue uh, generally people don't want to be too <laughs> too too ugly to other people on the platform because they know it's going to hurt their pocket um ultimately which is uh yeah it's a that's a that's a good thing i think um what do you love most about the uh the platform what do i love most about the platform i I the first thing that comes to mind is that I think some people see LinkedIn just as a static CV, like it's an opportunity to have your CV online, whereas it's much more powerful than that. So in addition to being able to have that CV, but then you can have relation, you can build meaningful relationships with with other professionals potential yeah. clients you can generate published content so it's the it's the entire experience which is which is powerful yeah it's um there's, there's a a lot more of a shift i think um in, in terms of it becoming a more um sort of human-centric uh, platform and I, and I love the the kind of uh, current trend and shift they've got towards kind of promoting creators on the platform and and, and recognizing creators as, as a large driving component of uh, of the platform moving forward it's um yeah it's a, a really exciting time for anyone that's not on the platform basically get on here because it's a cool fun place to hang out and maybe uh, so an, another thing that came to mind, Nick, is that I might be wrong, but what I noticed, at least with me, is that the organic reach I get on LinkedIn is much, much higher than what I get on any other platform. Yeah, yeah, it's it's still uh, still amazingly good in terms of uh, organic reach. And I'm, I'm not sure that's ever really going to change much um, in, in terms of um, their kind of advertising model. And and I I, I don't want to say anything here that might affect my LinkedIn live license. But if I think if I think where they're going with the platform in terms of how they're monetizing it, um, it will be, yeah, it'll be, be very interesting. And I'll, I'll say no more than that. <laughs> um, uh, so what what happens here with the the question loop is uh, I've got my previous previous week's guest, Eric, uh, to ask a question. And then what I'll do after this show, I'll get you to ask a question for my next guest. So Eric's question uh, from last week was, um, what was the first single that you bought and why if you can remember back in the mists of time yeah 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 i do remember it was made in heaven by the queen by queen hmm. and why because my older brother was a huge queen fan and so i've grown up 
with with music from by by Queen at home and um, yeah, I just fell in love with it. It's still my my favorite my favorite band, and Made in Heaven was a very yeah, very powerful, um, very powerful single. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, I can, I can uh, see you getting emotional just just talking about it, which is uh, is good. I think that's the, the beautiful thing about um you know art and, and poetry and, and films and music. It just yeah, the emotional response that's, that's attached to those things is uh, is always lovely to see. Um, so unfortunately guys uh oh oh no sorry i was i was just gonna do my outro then i completely forgot we had this segment at the start so um we're back to uh three word wonder again so you may remember from the start of the show um you can tell that this is uh, only my second live and i'm still not used to the format yet um we asked you guys to provide a uh, single word and we said we were going to take uh the top three words chosen at random and Andrea would go off and create a post after the show. You guys can get involved as well. You can also go off and create your own post based on these three random words. So, Hayley, can you uh, can you show us what the three random words were, please? Uh, so the three words for today are lollygag from Eric, eggplant from Danny, and elbow from Alexa. <laughs> Brilliant. I have no idea how you uh, are you going to come up with the post for that, but um, I'm sure we can give you some help. <laughs> So yeah. So, so guys... after after this show, I need to create a post on LinkedIn using these three yeah. words. Yeah, using yeah, le leveraging those three words somewhere throughout the uh, the post. Um, don't forget, you guys can get involved as well if you want to out there. You can create a post um, based on these three words, um, and if you put that VHS uh, um, podcast hashtag when you when you uh, put your post up, we'll be able to uh, to track and see those posts as well. So yeah, give it a go. Um, as with all things fun, uh, the sun is slowly setting on our time here today. Uh, but we will be here same time, same bat channel next week. Um, where can people get hold of you, Andrea, if they need to? Yeah, our, our website is ideasonstage.com and, and also on, on Eventbrite. If you Google my name, my full name and Eventbrite, you should also be able to find, at the moment I'm running some free web classes on all things presentational skills. Feel free to attend. And yeah, but the main thing is ideasonstage.com. And also, of course, you will you will find me on LinkedIn. Awesome. Good stuff. Um, you lovely lot out there in comment land, as always, have been absolutely awesome. Love you guys. Uh, this show would be nothing without you lot out there. Uh, stay safe. Have a cracking weekend. Uh, it's goodbye from me. And uh, it's goodbye from him. See you later, guys. <laughs>